Into the Woods podcast. I am your host, Ryan Woods. I should really pivot on this thing. I should really just go full daytime radio host or morning radio host. That's what I, I... Forget this. Forget just trying to be myself and tell my funny little jokes. Maybe I'll just do stupid radio shticks. Hey, what's going on? It's another episode of the Into the Woods podcast. We're live on 95 point whatever. Stupid call sign, and you know, we're here, we're gonna do some wacky things on the radio, and like somebody pulls this piano, like uh, runs their fingers across a piano, and then one of my co-hosts goes, what are we gonna do today? Well, good news for you, I already know, we're gonna call Mike Tyson in regards to a new TikTok trend where the kids are calling it Tysoning. You know, because all these people that are just... You ever meet somebody in their mid-30s who's like, there's a TikTok trend out there where kids are going, like, you'll meet a parent. Like, there's a TikTok trend where kids are out there just, you know, punching people in the face. And they're calling it the Mike Tyson. Or they're biting ears off. And they're calling it the Mike Tyson. Yeah, they call it Tysoning, and it's on, like, Fox 8. At least in my city it is. Some people have Fox 5. Some people have Fox 3. But it'll be just like, their kids are out there Tysoning. So today we're going to call Mike Tyson... Now, we're going to ask him, and then definitely not going to call Mike Tyson, but somebody's going to do an impression of Mike Tyson. So we're calling Mike Tyson right now, and it'd be a... Hello? Is this Mike Tyson? Yes. <laughs> Mike, did you know that there, <laughs> there's a new TikTok trend out there, and it's called Tysoning, and they're biting ears off. What do you have to say about that? I don't want any kids biting ears off. Okay, if it's part of my life I want to put behind me. Would you do the Mike Tyson trend for us? No. And I, I can't believe my agent even set me up on this phone call. And I'm going to hang up now. Bye. I hate you guys. You stupid beep. Beep. And he starts swearing at them. Oh my God, that was a wacky phone call with Mike Tyson, you folks. And then the person you work with comes up to you three cubicles over. Hey, dude, on my morning radio show today, they called Mike Tyson. Who did? Local radio, wacky radio host. He called Mike Tyson at 7.15 in the morning. It's wild. On my drive-in, I was listening, just cracking up. almost had to pull over because it was so funny. Oh, really? Show me the clip. And it's literally that impression. And you break the news to him like, I don't think that's Mike Tyson. Dude, you don't get it. All right, man, you can't let anybody have anything. How about you go home and do your stupid podcast, you fucking loser? Oh, okay. You just want to be him. They have a successful successful show. Six, it's just six people in a room. It's two producers. There's a woman who's always just upset with how gross the fellas are. And there's the one snarky radio host. And then the big, jacked, muscular, cool guy. He probably rides a motorcycle. And every time there's a motorcycle crash, they go, dude, you got to be safer on that thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's scary seeing all these accidents, but, you know, I look both ways. All right. Ah, jeez. What's worse, local radio hosts or political ads that are finally over? Election Day was last Tuesday. I didn't talk about it because who gives a damn? Is your opinion going to be changed? Have you ever seen an election ad on, on the internet or... The internet, YouTube, um, which are the same thing, but one's on the internet, the other is the internet. 
And then um, what about like TV commercials where they're just name calling each other? Because apparently that's the way we're going to go about this. Has anyone seen it like a political ad and been like, you know what? Yeah, that really changed my mind. That guy just name calling that other guy or that woman for 30 seconds that said paid for by so-and-so for the state. And it's always these same two candidates. It's always the working man. And he's like, a, you know, he's always a Democrat, of course. He's a working man. He's walking through a through a factory with his uh, buttoned-up shirt, sleeves rolled up. And the other's a good old country boy. The other's a good old, good old from the sticks, common man. And they always argue the same shit. Like, when are we going to be tired of this, man? I think certain people should have should have rights, and I don't think other people should. And, and you should vote for me. They're poisoning our minds. And then we just go round and round. I think we should eat microplastics in all of our food. I mean, I'll eat a whole credit card right now. All right. You know, you don't have to do that. And then they debate. Like, who watches a political debate and goes, you know what, that, that guy that I didn't like before this, that I already had my preconceived notions about, my predetermined decision for this election in a month. I watched this debate, and he really made some good points. Now I'm going to go vote for that other guy that I really hated before, and I was calling him a nickname. Like, in our state, they were calling him Taxing Tim Ryan, which is clever as shit, dude. I would have never thought of that. The amount of money as well spent on political ads is honestly out of control. Apparently, like, $40 million was spent on this guy to win the Senate seat in Ohio from just corporations and donors and people. And I know they want to win something. Because how do rich people... What people don't realize about life... Ryan, tell us what people don't realize about life, please. In your 25-year-old wisdom, please tell us what they don't, they don't realize. Well, what they don't realize about life is rich people just want to win. And everything's a game to them. So if they're not good at sports... They buy the sports team. Or if they're not good at sports, they want more power, right? Because people are power hungry. So they'll get their candidates uh, elected that will do nothing for four years. But it's at least their guy, right? And then they can control them a little bit. So um, imagine if they took that $40 million that they paid for this guy to win, apparently. Because I follow this Twitter account that talks about this. Imagine if they took that $40 million and were like, hey... Here's $40 million to Ohio schools rather than just giving it to this goof that wears flannel t-shirts and says he's the common man when he lives in a fucking house bigger than the uh, McAllister's from Home Alone. And he has a maid. Maybe even two maids. And maybe he's having sex with one of them. And that'll be a, pub, that'll be a scandal in four years. This maid was having sex with the senator. She said it was pretty underwhelming. As are most things, just like his term, next at five. I just don't like, I just don't understand politics. I go to the voting place. I always get so nervous when I go to the voting place. I always walk up there and I just, I'm walking up to this table of old people who are volunteering there. And I'm walking up and I'm like, I just, I literally walk up and I stare at them. And they go, license? I'm like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to give you. I just never know. I never know what to give them. I never know how to prove I'm me. 
people want to do this more than once. That's usually what I would say. I usually make a little silly joke like that. People want to vote more than one time. There's voter fraud out here. Ha ha ha. <laughs> no one laughs. It's always really, really depressing. Um, like most things. Like no one laughs at this podcast. How, how was your guys' weekend, though? Was your guys' weekend good? Did you guys have a good weekend? I did. Sure, I had a good weekend. Sure, I didn't take any notes for this podcast, but I had things I wanted to talk about. But I don't remember what they were, so this is going to go perfectly fine. Good thing we're already nine and a half minutes into this. <sighs> Just another week, man. I uh, We uh, decorated for Christmas this weekend. We really... Just went for it because there's no rules. That's what we realized. Is that I love Christmas time, man. I love the way the 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 house smells now. We got the Christmas candles going. We got the pine scented little glade plug in because we don't have a real tree because it's too much of a fucking hassle. That's where I draw the line. Um. So we're rocking with the uh, fake tree that we found in the attic, and Dana wanted to buy a new one all last year as well. And I remember having to talk her off the ledge, like, dude, we don't need a. Yeah, I call her dude, and I go, dude, we don't need a $500 Christmas tree for just the two of us. She's like, well, we could put that other one downstairs. Why? It's literally just us all the time. Why? I'll just put my little Charlie Brown Christmas tree down here. What do I care? She's like, but I want it to feel festive. Then sit upstairs. Enough. So we found this Christmas tree last year. I probably said this. But there's always, you're always getting new listeners the tip they teach you in the biz so we went up in the garage attic because i saw like a box of like christmas decorations and apparently there was a tree in it and we built it and you have to put it together it's when you click in and uh it came out pretty good man i will admit it looks fine but we decorated for christmas and i know a lot of people are like dude you got to get through thanksgiving before you can decorate no you don't you don't have to do anything everything is made up everything is fake nothing is real okay do you hear me? People that tell you you can't start decorating for Christmas until after Thanksgiving are wrong. They're losers. And actually, they can do whatever they want. But I choose to live my life the way I want to. And I'm going to leave that Christmas shit up until February. Why? Because I'm lazy. And I'm not going to want to take it down. And because Dana's going to buy too much, we're going to have to buy another tote fucking box. Which is a real shame. A real shame. Um, yeah, what else did I do this weekend? Oh, I got a bunch of... You know, I got I had the nightmare this weekend. Oh, Ryan, what a story this is going to be, huh? A nightmare story. Wow, really coming, hitting hard on the podcast this week. No, hear me out. It was a nightmare that I was getting a scam phone call. That he was... I forgot what he was asking me. Are you at Walmart? Or at the gas station. That's what he asked me. And I was like, what do you... I'm like, what do you mean? I'm not at either of those places. And he's like, all right, what's your PIN number? We're noticing um, fraudulent activity. And I'm in I'm in a dream. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know, man. Cancel it. And I hung up. And then he called me back. And I'm just... I'm in a nightmare of, of a scam call. And I'm like, this... I woke up. And I was just like, this has got to be the most goofy-ass nightmare to ever have in the history of nightmares. There's no Freddy Krueger. There's just some broken English-ass guy asking me for my bank PIN number to try and steal 
my $30 or whatever the fuck I have in there. It hasn't been taken after taxes from tax of Tim Ryan. <laughs> Speaking of money, this guy that this guy in Dana's family is selling um investment. I don't know what he does, man. But he wants to call me. He's like an investment guy and he's looking at me like a dollar sign. He's looking at me like a big fat piece of meat. And he's just thinking like he's like, Hey, we'll have you guys over, we'll talk you through the options. And I'm like, Cool, cool. I don't have any money. So how about you go talk to the richer family members, not me? You know, I do a podcast from my basement. Do you think I'm making money on that? Because if I was, do you think I'd be talking to you? That's called deductive reasoning, bozo. Take a walk. All right? What do you mean? The commission you'd make on me after tax wouldn't even fill up your gas tank for two months. For a year. Like, if you got, like, for my yearly commission, you wouldn't make enough to fill up that gas tank. You just wouldn't because I don't make enough money, unfortunately. I mean, don't and don't cry for you. Cry for me. It's, it's me, not you. It's like I'm breaking up with you. Like you're my first girlfriend that I didn't know how to break up with. I was talking to somebody. She was telling me that she's like two feet out the door on a guy. Why was she telling me this? I don't fucking know. She's like, I'm two feet out the door. I'm like, you just got to break up with them. She's like, I know. I'm like, yeah, they don't teach you. And then it comes back. You know, they don't teach you how to break up with people in the world. They only teach you how to get into relationships. So maybe that's the course we should run together. All of you and me, right, mostly me. I'll put my face on it. That way it'll get some recognition around here, right? Am I right? Um, how Not to how to get into the relationships, but how to get out of relationships. Because I remember breaking up with my first girlfriend, dude. We're standing there in her dimly lit bedroom. And I'm like, look, this isn't working out. It's not you, it's me. I said all the stupid-ass, sappy shit. I appreciate the time we had together. Can I get that necklace back? That was $65. I kind of need that. I was I was 17. Can I kind of get that necklace back? But it's not you, it's me. I appreciate all the times we've had. Really need that necklace back. Uh, can I also get that teddy bear? That'll be great for my next girlfriend. And she, she just, I didn't say those things, but that'd be awesome if I did. Because then it would have really ended the relationship. Maybe that's the way to go. That's one way to do it. Ask for expensive items back. Can I get those shoes I bought you back, though, before we go? Just so I feel like I win in this relationship. I know a lot of people are like, dude, you just want a break. Clean break. Forget that shit. You're out. But when you're 17 and making eight seventy five an hour... At a Chick-fil-A restaurant. Choices had to be made, man. I didn't make those. I didn't ask for those things back. I did worry about them for like six months afterwards. No, probably not six months. Maybe like six weeks. I was like, man, I really wish I had that necklace. I'd probably sell it for like 50 bucks. It was just a heart necklace. She took it off in haste. That's my breakup story for you. You got a breakup story? Email me. RyanWitzPot at gmail.com. My breakup story is she ripped off her necklace. Probably broke it. And threw it on the ground. And if I was me now, I would have been like, wow. <laughs> really proving a point. <laughs> but me then, I was like, ah, oh, you didn't have to. She was crying, naturally. I mean, if you're losing this. But there's two sides to that coin, dude. Because people that break up with me either end up like her and mad at me forever. 
or like my other girlfriend in high school that became a lesbian. So maybe you just, maybe I help you learn something about yourself. That's, that's the takeaway from this one. What the hell am I even talking about? A lot of people were mad at me for my Elon Musk take, dude. Best, the best thing to do is post an Elon Musk clip, like of me trashing Elon Musk on the internet, just to be like kids my age telling me I don't understand what Elon Musk is up to and how hard he works. He's the CEO of, of many companies, apparently. He owns all of these companies, and he finds time to be the worst comedian ever. And that's big of me to say. But he's carrying around a sink like he wants to be funny so bad. And the unfortunate truth is Elon Musk has it all. He has it all. He's one of the richest people in the world. And yet, he still wants to be funny and liked. He still, he's got that. And it's probably because his dad didn't hug him enough. He was too busy out there having sex with his daughter or whatever. Does that hit close to home for you Elon fanboys? I don't want to be I don't want to be mean to you guys. But you guys come at me like, "Dude, we're going to go to Mars. We're going to Mars, dude." <laughs> dude, we're going to Mars. Dude, he's going to Mars. Oh yeah, how many people have been to Mars? How about you just answer me that question? Well, do haven't had the capacity. All right. No, sure, they haven't had the capacity because it doesn't exist. How about that? They just haven't had the logistical all right, see, now you're just saying words. See, now you're just saying words. And just like me on this podcast, I'm just saying words. Okay. And then at last, I'm, I'm just looking here through my, you know, through my little notes here. And I'm seeing that a nature photographer in Utah was recording spring runoff water when he heard an unexpected and strange noise and caught what might be a Bigfoot moving through the trees. A large, dark creature walking on two legs can be seen moving the trees. Do I dare to click here to watch the video? Is it going to be a Rick Roll or is it going to be that guy with the big you-know-what? It's a TikTok video. So you're telling me after all these years, all those History Channel shows, all those Discovery Channel shows, it's a TikTok video. Cropped, increasingly smaller, has 135 likes. I'm seeing spring runoff, Bigfoot sighting. This is riveting. I just want to see it. Bigfoot sighting, question mark? Um, yeah. You're telling me this is the best. No, it's probably a murderer. Okay. Probably going to get killed. Or a black bear. You know what I mean? Like, enough of this. Bigfoot stuff, okay? I know a lot of you guys are mad at me. Oh, Ryan, you don't want to go to Mars. Oh, Ryan, you don't believe in Bigfoot? No, I don't believe in Bigfoot because we all have high-definition cameras and video recording devices in our pockets, and you're telling me I can get one through the trees? Hey, man, go find them. There's 7 billion people on this planet. I'd imagine 4 billion of them that seems a little high. Three billion of them have cell phones or video cameras of some sort. Find him. Go find him. If he's in Utah after all this time, gotta imagine he's Mormon and has multiple wives, polyamorous. Life's probably not that bad there for him. 
you know, if you can get over all that stuff. But if he's also a big, dark creature, don't think he'd be too welcome in Utah. Sorry about that one. <sighs> Five facts about kissing that might surprise you is a news headline. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos warns a recession is looming and Americans should prepare for the worst. Well, hey, man, throw us some money. I guess you're giving it away to charity. Hey, my name's Charity. Hey, about those people that win the lottery, did you guys talk yourselves into it again? I'm boycotting the lottery. Did you guys talk yourselves into thinking you're going to be a billionaire overnight again? And then after they take all the taxes for some god-awful reason, I thought it was going to tax. Like, I thought that's why you played. How Are they taxing it two times? I don't know how it all fucking works. I don't give a damn. But the whole point, like, I'm done playing the lottery. I will not be tricked ever again. They'll put some big number out there, and then somebody far away wins it. And then you'll talk to your buddies at work, your cubicle mate that just told you that earlier story about how... The guy called Mike Tyson on the radio. Yeah, it's called a callback in the biz, what I'm doing right now. And then he would tell you, dude, we're doing an office pool. You want to throw in $10? Want to throw in 10 bucks? We all win. We all fucking quit this place. You understand how logistically crazy that would be? No, it's just probably a ploy for the government to get money. They tell you somebody won $700 million. That's my real conspiracy. No one ever wins the lottery. Alex Jones may be onto something with the crisis actors. Okay, not with the Sandy Hook thing, with the lottery. This is a new one. I think no one ever wins the lottery. I think they find somebody, they pay him handsomely enough that he might even work for the government and be in on this scheme where they just say the number is $1.5 billion or whatever, and a big wacky waving inflatable arm tube man. Whoa, come get your lottery ticket here. Everyone goes and buys one. No one ever wins. They sprinkle some winners in throughout. Like, oh, that person won 100K. Oh, they won 10K over there. But you never meet the people that won the billion. Because they don't. Because the government keeps it for themselves. And they pay somebody to go on TV. Like, yeah, I uh, never thought I'd win. You know, I was just stopping by the gas station. I was going to pick up a Snickers and a Bud Light. You know, my normal Thursday afternoon. And I was thinking, hey, that number's pretty big. I'll buy a ticket. What do you know? I got a phone call. Next day, hey, your numbers are winners or whatever. He did. He scanned them or whatever. I don't even know you win anymore. Because I've never won. Because I'm never going to. Because it's not real. Think about that. And then I heard another crazy conspiracy theory. How How the hell do these hurricanes come through Florida and the Gulf regions of the, of the country? How do these hurricanes go through these stricken regions but the home depots of the world are still standing after because that's where you got to go buy the plywood and the supplies to rebuild are they controlling the weather these conspiracies are way more fun than the ones you people come up with where you're like the jews are running hollywood what jewish agenda is being pushed in hollywood isn't mel gibson anti-semitic did i read that it's like, why would they keep putting him in movies? Is that like to keep up the front? That's just you making that up, by the way. You're filling in the blank on the end there. Ryan, what the hell are you talking about? I don't know. I just unplugged my computer on accident. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, dude. I'm just doing this for 25 minutes. You want me to talk football? Another great weekend of football. Even when football is bad, football is good. Put that on a fucking pillow. 
hang that up in cursive writing in your kitchen. Even when and put that in a man, we could probably sell those. Get somebody on the phone. Fake producer guy, he would be like, okay. He'd actually like chime in. You'd hear him like turn his mic on. Yeah. I'd be like, Daniel. And he'd go, yeah. Get this, write this down. And he'd go, okay. Because he's my little lackey. Black backing with a little yarn string at the top. Oh, we have to make it more guy-like. So, um, yeah. So it'd be in bold letters. And it would be like listed out. Maybe put a beer logo. Maybe a partner with somebody. Even when football is bad, comma, football is good. Boom. Hang that up in a man cave. Because even when football is bad, football is good. Because I watched a ton of football this weekend. I sat down and watched the Browns get their ass kicked. Because I'm right about the Browns. They suck. They suck. They have no accountability. They're going out to clubs and partying. You can't do that stuff when you lose. When you're a loser and you suck, you cannot go out to clubs and party. Fact. Remember when everyone thought the Miami Dolphins were fun? When they had a ping pong table? And they lost two games? And everyone was like, whoa, they got to get rid of that ping pong table. But now they're winners again. It's like the ping pong table is fun. The turnover chain in college. Remember how fun that was? And then if you do it when you're down 35, it's like, oh, oh, man, <laughs> this is really sad. I mean, he's, he's thrown five touchdown passes, and this is the backup that you just intercepted. I don't think we could do the turnover chain. But regardless, football yesterday, the Bills, in the most unbelievable of sequences, where Justin Jefferson on the Vikings makes the most amazing catch I've ever seen live, better than Odell Beckham catch on Thanksgiving. Because this one had, the game was on the line. And he goes up and snags this ball with one arm. And then they go down and they can't score. Because Kirk Cousins is the least, like if I needed a quarterback sneak, I want Kirk Cousins not to take it. He gets stepped on by his own lineman. I just don't want Kirk Cousins doing it. I do want to see Kirk Cousins with the most amount of chains on after the game. I want them to keep winning so that eventually he just develops scoliosis from all of his neck chains. But then they go down and then I'm sitting there with my my buddy and he goes, what if they fumble this? And they couldn't get the snap right that they did 70 times before in that game and they fumble it and they score it and then they let the Vikings score. And then the Bills go down and get a field goal. Just what a masterclass. And then the Cowboys losing in a Cowboys ass way with the stupid Lombardi jacket that looks like it could be a goddamn tablecloth for a military ball that Mike McCarthy was wearing. And fat Mike McCarthy blows it again. Aaron Rodgers, who I'm sick of seeing, and I'm sick of him being depressed. Aaron Rodgers makes too much damn money and has had everything catered to him for him to be upset. Is there anything worse than an athlete like being upset? Like if I was an athlete, maybe it's my perspective. Maybe they lack perspective, but if I would never be disappointed in anything if I was an athlete. I mean, I'd be upset if I lost, but I'd be like, hey man, it's going pretty well for me. Like I'd get up to the, the press conference. They'd be like, hey, you got your ass kicked out there today. They'd be like, yeah, well, I'm going to go home and someone's going to cook a steak for me or whatever the hell I want. Probably a fake meat steak where there's no plastic in it. Or maybe it's made out of plastic. I'm just eating microplastics. Jesus. What do you want me to do about the microplastics thing? I know I bring it up every week, but what am I supposed to do? I have nothing. I have no control over it. Grow your own food. It's in the ground. They tell me it's in the ground. They, that's what they say. But the football was great, man. Then I watched Thursday, or Sunday Night Football, which is a great way to end the weekend. Just, just what a, 
if Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't handsome, if Jimmy Garoppolo was uglier, we'd all be on to him by now. I think so. I think we'd all be really sick of Jimmy Garoppolo. If Jimmy Garoppolo was ugly, he wouldn't get as many passes as he does. And that's football with Ryan. That's my that's my take. That's football with Ryan. If Jimmy Garoppolo was ugly, and if Kevin Stefanski was fat, he'd already have been fired. Ooh, that's a hot one. Well, that's probably all I got today. Uh, thanks for listening. Follow me at all the links below. Email me if you want advice. I don't know why the hell you'd want that. Or if you just want to tell me your bad breakup stories, that's what we talked about today. But hey, what a week. Are you guys getting ready for Thanksgiving? It's in like 10 days. You guys gearing up for Thanksgiving? Lord knows I am. Lord knows I am. This has been the End of the Woods podcast. I am your host, Ryan Woods. Gear up for Thanksgiving. When people are going to tell you, hey, what's going on with that radio thing? You listen, you still doing that? And I go, yep. And they go, cool, man. And that's it. See ya. Really?